0: We fool ourselves and are not telling the truth. If we confess our sin, God, who is loving and just will forgive us our sins and give us a fresh new start. In faith, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Let us pray together. You sent dear God, you sent Jesus your Son, that all might have life abundant. We confess that we have not done what we can to help all children live into that promise. Forgive us we pray. Help us to bring your promise of life abundant to children through all care, our guidance, and our efforts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: I will be reading from the book of Luke. Chapter 8, verses 41 through 42. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was the ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he besought him to come to his house. For he had one only daughter about 12 years of age, and she was dying. This is the word of the Lord. One weekend I was in fourth grade, my cousin and her family were there, and we had a hammock in our front yard, and it was kind of on a hill. The, the yard was on a hill. The hammock wasn't. And I guess it looked like fun. It still sort of sounds like fun, but instead of just walking over to the hammock and sitting down in it, I ran over to the hammock, and I dived into it, and do you know what the hammock did? Flipped over and I landed on my collarbone and it cracked. Now my parents didn't take me to an accountant because my number wasn't up. My parents didn't take me to a banker because a banker would have had no interest in my problem. My parents didn't take me to a counselor because I couldn't talk my way through a broken bone. My parents took me to a doctor. Chippenham Hospital became my hospital because I visited it so often, but the doctor there was the one who could offer the x-ray. The doctor there was the one who knew exactly what brace I needed to reset my collarbone, Nancy. <laughs> The doctor was the healer and that's where my parents took me. Now it seems like often we go to the wrong places for healing. I have a tendency when I'm frustrated to want to go shopping. (laughs) I want to spend money. And I think that the reason is because I feel like I have control when I spend money. So I want to go shopping. For some of us, that might mean, I want to put money to the stock market. And I want to control by my computer what stocks or bonds I buy and sell. Sometimes we take our problems to the altar of chemicals. And we depend on alcohol or drugs, perhaps prescription drugs, to soothe our bodies when in actuality we're just covering up symptoms and we're not dealing with the problem. Sometimes we think church can solve all of our problems, church cannot solve our problems. Jesus, Jesus is the healer and the one who can solve our problems. Jairus knew that. Jairus knew the person to whom he needed to go for his daughter to be healed. When I have sung in choir, I've stood on this side with the altos, Now just imagine that I have found a way to sight read perfectly. So the altos would no longer have to come to choir rehearsal on Thursday nights. (laughs) Not only that, I know how to not sing flat anymore that's me not you well what if I tell that secret to the altos but not the sopranos or the tenors or the basses or what if I'm a shepherd and I share pasture land with another shepherd so I have 15 sheep, and the other shepherd has 25 sheep, but they all are on the same pasture land. Now, I have heard the news that there's a fire, and I'm just going to take my, oh thanks, my 15 sheep like this one. Okay, sit back down. Thank you, though. I'm going to take my 15 sheep and load them onto my truck and carry them away to safety even though my truck could carry 40 sheep. There's a story about Mr. Rogers. Most of us know who Mr. Rogers is. Fred Rogers that was on... Children's television for thirty years. That when he was on his way to California, he decided to go see a young man who had cerebral palsy. And the the it was a boy, and the boy was um, was so excited and even nervous about Mr. Rogers coming to see him that when Mr. Rogers actually came into the room. The guy was so nervous and upset that he started hitting himself. And um, so his mother took him away to another room. Well, while while he was calming down, Mr. Rogers waited in the room patiently until the boy had calmed down and then was brought back in. And he said, Mr. Rogers said to the boy, Would you do something for me? He said, Would you pray for me? Well, the boy, it was reported, was thunderstruck because he had always been the object of prayer. He had always been the one prayed for, not the one being asked to pray for someone else. And he still felt uncomfortable, but he said that he would try. He, he got across on his computer that he would try to pray for Mr. Rogers and so he started that day and he prayed for Mr. Rogers day after day after day and he decided that um, no longer was he not wanting to live because if Mr. Rogers wanted him to pray for him and Mr. Rogers had to be liked by God so if God liked Mr. Rogers then certainly God liked the boy too. Well, the interviewer, Tom, later asked Mr. Rogers, how did you know what to say to this boy? And Mr. Rogers responded, well, I didn't say that for him. I didn't say that to make him feel better. I said it for me. Because I know that someone who has gone through such challenges as this boy has gone through must be close to God. And I want someone who's close to God to be praying for me. You know a child. You know a child who needs to be brought to Jesus. It might be one you've seen today. A child who needs some sort of healing. What could you do for one child? Picture that child in your mind. Now, it might be a child you know. It might be a child whose image you have seen in a magazine or newspaper. To whom your heart has gone out, I invite you to imagine Jesus here in front of us and imagine yourself holding that child's hand and walking down the aisle and bringing that child to our loving and caring Jesus. Now perhaps that child lives in Africa or perhaps that child lives in California or somewhere else and you, there's a child you know that you can't physically bring to Jesus. Then I'm going to ask you to pray for that child. I'm going to give us a moment of silence and ask you to bring to your mind a child that you know. And kids, I'm asking you too, I want you to think of a child you know who needs to know Jesus and think about how you might bring that child to Jesus, the one who heals us. So let's pray together. Jesus, you are the one who brings hope and healing to all children. We pray for those children whose images are before us in our minds and ask your blessing and your healing. Amen.
0: Let us go to church and worship. John seventeen seventeen, the Bible is true. John fifteen seventeen, love each other. Psalm seventy seven, I pray to God and He hears me. John thirteen fifteen, Jesus said, "Help others like I have helped you." This is the. Word of the Lord. Let us pray for peace in our homes, schools, communities, nation, and world. We pray that your peace will bend together families in and discord and schools and neighborhoods that have become battlefields and that our community and nation will work to provide positive, peaceful, and productive futures for all children. Let us pray for those
2: in need of healing.
0: We pray for your healing, especially for children who suffer in mind, body, and spirit, for those tormented by thoughts from which they cannot find peace, for those racked by pain and without health insurance to see a doctor, for those plunged into the dark of despair and unable to see your light. Let us pray for our church. We pray that we will welcome children, welcome the children, as Jesus bid us to do. We will remove the stumbling blocks before them, and that our church will become a place of sanctuary, peace, protection, and well-being for children. Let us pray for leaders in our community, state, and nation. We pray that your vision will guide their leadership that their commitment will be sustained, and that they will do what is right to protect children and families. Let us pray for ourselves as we seek to be faithful guardians of God's children. We pray for ourselves that work with and for children to be guided by faith, motivated by love, and sustained by hope. Amen.
3: If I learn to sing your praise and serve you all my days, I would
1: Let us go forth as the body of Christ to reach out to the children with Christ's healing touch and his embrace that excluded no one, to change our world of hurt and pain into a world of justice and of peace, amen.